Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Just a little bit of that mullet ad, the Kawasaki ad from last night. A lot of you have been texting in and said you enjoyed that one. The business in the front, party in the back. My favorite was the dunking. So did Steve. He loved that one. Uh, what did an ad exec former ad exec, think of the Super Bowl ads. Well, he's joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. John Rash, who joins us usually on Fridays, but has agreed to join us again on Monday with the Rash Report. Uh, He's with the Star Tribune editorial board, but also a former ad exec. So you come with some some big uh, credo here that you're able to give us an actually educated opinion on what these ads were like. John, what was your favorite? My educated opinion is that your gut feel is quite strong and and quite accurate in terms of what people usually look for in the Super Bowl. So the ad that you and Steve liked um, for Duncan, my guess is will probably go over well with a lot of people who are watching the game. And partly because Super Bowl ads used to be about two C's, children and critters. And, you know, that was often uh, very uh, the subject of very popular ads. And you have to add a third C now, celebrities. And the ads were replete with them last night. But I think many of them weren't used well or it was confusing or it was more about the celebrity than the product. And I thought that the use of the celebrities in the Duncan ad that you referenced was actually quite good um, with Ben Affleck in in the lead. And, of course, Matt Damon and and, uh, Tom Brady um, and Jennifer Lopez. And so I thought that was really well put together. And you know, more of a typical Super Bowl ad in terms of trying to get consumers to laugh at when they're usually at Super Bowl parties and having a good time. And uh, the Kawasaki ad probably in the same way was pretty popular, although certainly was an aspect of the feature of, you know, what they were trying to show in terms of, um, you know, the the machine that they were trying to feature, you know, in using the business in front party in the back as well. Um, In terms of some of the themes that I thought jumped out, you know, as increasing with the Super Bowls, there are some more serious spots. I thought of those, Dove pulled it off the best. And you may remember this from very early in the first quarter, but they began with the song from Annie, A Hard Knock Life, with real footage of girls playing sports and wiping out in all sorts of ways, very charming and something that is universally understood by parents, of course, but also by the girls themselves, and then took a little bit more of a serious tone talking about the extraordinary high percentage of girls who drop out of sports 
by the time they're 14 and with the implicit issue of body image and, and other aspects, you know, that are a scourge of society. So, you know, suggesting that we do better as a society and keep girls in sports. And I thought that one was really well put together as also. It's good to get your take on all of that. It's uh, interesting that you mentioned the dub ad. Yeah, that one really stood out. Before even the game started, there was a menopause medication ad. And I know men and women both obviously watch this big game. Do you think the Taylor Swift effect had any uh, impact on that, that they expected more women to watch or anything? Or do you think that, you know, or is it just one of the biggest watch shows and so everybody advertises? I think both, meaning um, as we look back in Super Bowl history and societal history, you know, when I first started buying spots in the Super Bowl, it was much less of a balance between men and women in terms of viewership. Now it's much closer to being even, and you're seeing that reflected in the type of advertisers in the game and certainly also the celebrities that they're casting, you know, within the game as well. So, you know, if you would have told an ad exec a couple generations ago that there would be an ad for menopause, you know, right before kickoff, um, you know, they would have been incredulous on that. But, you know, it just shows how the NFL has been extraordinarily successful in making their sport a social event as much as a sporting event. And um, women are a huge part of the fan base and thus are part of the advertising base as well, which is great for bringing people together and great for the NFL's business model as well. And I had to give you some kudos. Friday, when you previewed what we could expect on Sunday, you were spot on that CBS Paramount relationship, a lot of movie previews. Uh, and then the Budweiser deal, they were really working on rehabbing their image with the Clydesdales. I thought that was really interesting, bringing that back, sort of hearkening back to a, a different time for Budweiser. Any year, any decade, any era, when they bring out the Clydesdales and have the iconic image of Budweiser that helps their brand. And of course, Bud Light tried to um, recover a little bit with much more of a typical Bud Light Super Bowl commercial. And then you show how the business of the NFL actually works right there. And that right after the commercial, they pan to the cast who are at the game in the skybox. And it just shows you, you know, the economic input impact that Anheuser-Busch has on the NFL. That's so true. And real quickly, uh, Jimmy, it just showed me the USA Today ad meter, which indicates popularity of an ad. Uh, People like the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, State Farm ad. Uh, Those two stars have extraordinary enduring, you know, power. And you look back and, you know, they had them together and it goes back to the movie. They were together twins, if you remember. And, you know, that's a that's from the 1980s, I think, you know, and but uh, still has cultural resonance and pulled it off pretty well in terms of those ads. So um, humor usually sells, and it looks like it certainly did with the USA Today ad meter there. It certainly did. And with this Super Bowl win for the Chiefs, you know, much to the chagrin of some people, we're going to be seeing a lot more of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in ads. <laughs> no question about it. As well as their coach. And I wonder if Andy Reid and, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey will, will make any light of uh, oh. the really heated moment they had on the sidelines. That actually would be a really good ad. That would be great. Hey, John, really good to talk to you and get your analysis on this. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.